space machine known as the TARDIS spun through the vortex. Inside, its passengers, Ben, Polly and Jamie, were having a heated discussion with the owner of the ship, a small, scruffy man with green eyes and a mop of black hair who was known only as the Doctor. He ain't going to let us do it, is he? Aye, there's no way. I, I told you he'd never want us poking around. Once was enough for him. Well, I think it's a shame he's not going to continue teaching us how to fly the TARDIS. It wasn't our fault we ended up in that new Houston place where th- those robots said I all the time. Good point, Jamie. Yeah, he had taken back the controls by then, I remember that. Yes, he had. So if anyone's to blame... Uh, that, that's quite enough. Now, if I can get a word in, I, I, I never said you, you couldn't have another go. It, it makes sense, after all, for you to, to know how to fly the TARDIS. It's just that the, the TARDIS is a, a precision instrument and she needs careful handling. I had a motor like that. Besides, we're heading to a, a very exact point in time and space. The Winter Palace in 1782. It's, um, <clears throat> it's not the right flight for um, learner drivers. If you showed us, I'm sure we could set the controls. Aye, go on, Doctor. Oh, I suppose you've got as much chance as I have. Uh-huh. There we are. I've set the basic controls. Now, if you want to have a go, then try setting the fine temporal coordinate modulator. Theo! That's this dial here, isn't it, Doctor? Oh, well remembered, Polly. That's right. Gold star for you, Paul. Regular teacher's pet. Well, at least someone was paying attention last time. Now, just move it a little to the left. Like this. Mm, a little more. And uh, one more for luck. That's it. Now, uh, we can activate the materialisation over here. And can I do it? Materialisers? Oh, I I don't see why not. It's that button followed by that lever, isn't it? Very good, yes. You you seem to have remembered everything from the last time. Here, if she makes a mistake, you won't say I told you so if we end up on Jupiter or something. You have my word, Ben. Actually, Jupiter is quite pleasant since they added the walkways. Go on then, Polly. See if you can materialise the TARDIS. Looks like you've done it, Polly. Yes, we're landing. Not bad for a woman driver. Cheek. Uh, now, the, the readings say it's cold outside. Snow on the ground. Stone me. Sounds like she's only gone and got us to the right place. Ah, well done, Polly. Now, <clears throat> everyone, put on your warm coats, boots and things and let's see the Winter Palace in 1782. The travellers emerged from the safety of the TARDIS to find themselves in the middle of a blizzard. It was 
was difficult to see too far in front of them, but it seemed they'd landed in a featureless, snowy landscape. Oh, I hope we ain't back in the South Pole. No, 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 no. But, but I told you we need our warm clothes, didn't I? Ha, you see, I've been to Russia before. Well, this Winter Palace is well named, I'll give you that. It's brass monkeys out here. Aye, I'm freezing. The snow's turning my knees blue. <laughs> I've got to admire you for sticking with the kilt, mate. I can't see any buildings, Doctor. Ah, the palace is very large. You, you can't miss it. Maybe we've landed outside St. Petersburg. It looks like farmland. Yes, well, maybe if we reach the brow of that hill, we'll be able to see which way the city is. Oi! Who threw that? I don't know what you mean. Right, if you want a snowball fight, Duchess... <laughs> <laughs> Run, Jamie! Oh, you'll pay for that. Ah. Couldn't it have barn door, mate? <laughs> if it was a musket, I'd have you. Yeah, yeah. Don't keep moving while you're, you're playing. Oh! Ah, that nearly knocked my teeth out, Jamie. You can't get me. I bet I can, even if you do get to the top of the hill. Gotcha! (laughs) Doctor? They realised that Polly had stopped at the brow of the hill. She wasn't laughing anymore. You're right, Polly. There's something you should see. What is it? If this is 1782, they didn't have tanks then, did they, Doctor? Oh, my word. There must be a dozen of them. Armoured cars, too. I can't quite make out the markings. Me neither. But I know that shape. Blimey! They're German panzer tanks! The tanks were the vanguard of the German army. And through the fuzzy static of the snowstorm, the travellers could see them manoeuvring into position. Around the tanks scurried support personnel, fuel trucks, armoured cars. Tents had been put up. This wasn't a passing tank battalion, but a temporary base. These tanks weren't going anywhere soon. They were massing, getting ready for something. Back to the target. Look out! That's one of them tank things by the target. It must have got behind us. It's blocking our way, and, and the gun turret is moving in our direction. It might not have spotted us. Can get down. <clears throat> Stay down. Oh, I'm really caught now. What are we going to do, Doctor? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. We've got tanks behind us. They can't see us because we're shielded by the brow of the hill. Tank by the TARDIS can see us, but only if we are foolish enough to stand up. Is this plan going anywhere, Doctor? Yeah, so, perhaps we could crawl around this field and sneak into the TARDIS behind them. Sounds risky to me. Maybe we should just keep down and wait. Right. If we don't freeze fast, it's all we can do. Now, snuggle together. Yeah, yeah, very good, very good. Yes, yes. We share our body heat to try to survive until that panzer moves away. Oh. Oh. Hey, whose elbow is that in my face? Sorry, mate. Now try to keep absolutely still and quiet. The travellers watched as the German tank crew got out of their panzer and looked at the TARDIS. The soldiers walked all around it, curious as to what it was. Then, worryingly, they got back into their tank and they aimed their gun at it. 
Look, Lord, the TARDIS. It should be all right, Jamie. Should be? Yes, the TARDIS has various defence mechanisms. But they're awfully close to it, Doctor. Yeah, point-blank range. Yes, we've got to hope I activated the... But before the Doctor could finish his sentence... Get down! That was close. Is the TARDIS all right, Doctor? Yes, I I think so. But the tank isn't. It's been totally destroyed. What happened? What destroyed it? Those planes up there! Above the travellers, buzzing through the air, were three biplanes, old-fashioned and ramshackle aircraft. As one of the planes arced round, the pilot threw something down on the burning panzer tank. They're bombing again just to make sure! But the victory was short-lived for the pilots. Near the TARDIS, more panzer tanks, alerted by the battle, were edging up the incline to join the action. But them planes are old-fashioned. First World War jobs. What are they doing fighting Second World War tanks? Could someone have moved them out of time or something, Doctor? Well, let's worry about it later. Get down! Getting a wee bit close. Yeah, we should get out of here. We still can't reach the TARDIS safely. But if we move along this side of the ridge, the tanks on the other side should see us. Come on! Okay, keep your heads low. They've hit one of the planes! Quick, run! That planet is no more than 100 feet away. We should help the pilot. Yes, well, we haven't got much time before the fuse runs. Quick, quick! Hold on, we're coming, mate! Look around the other side, then. If you can jump onto the wings, we can pull the pilot free. Be careful, Doctor. The fire's spreading. Nearly got him free. Here we go. Help me drag him away. Put him down here. That was a close one. Can you hear me? Are you all right? Uh, Unconscious. Let's get his flying helmet off. The pilot's a woman. Blimey. Yes, well, well, help me move her. I've got to get away from all this madness. You take one side and I'll take the other. Right, right. Sorry about this mess. That's it. Doctor. Hi. We've been walking for ages and this glass is getting heavy. Yes, I, I think we've gone far enough. Now, <clears throat> let's see if we can wake her. Let's uh, put her down. Oh. Oh. She's so young to be a pilot. She's only about 18. What's that? Uh, smelling salts from the planet Ritalo 3, known colloquially as the stinking planet. Blimey! They smell awful. Yes, well, they should do the trick. <coughs> oh. No, that is false, Mel. It's all right, my dear. We mean you no harm. James, put a cap on that thing, Doctor. (laughs) Where, where am I? Well, we were rather hoping you'd tell us that. You were knocked out. Your plane crashed and we got you away. Yes. Uh, Now, what's your name? I am Lilia Grankin of the... My head. You might have concussion. Uh, your plane fell from quite a height. 
Now, we need to get you somewhere where they can treat you. Do you understand? Yes. My head. Where did you come from? These mountains. I recognize them. My base is nearby. Oh, well, we'll try to find it then, uh, Lilia. Now, try to stay awake for us, eh? I'm so cold. So are we. We all need to get somewhere warm. Aye, otherwise we'll turn into ice hoggles. But the young pilot reacted in total shock and amazement when she noticed one of the travellers. What are you doing here? We just sort of arrived by mistake. No, not you. Her, how can... Sorry, what do you mean? This is... Have I... Easy! She's fainted. Oh, oh dear. We should try to bring her round again. Now, hold her arms. I'll, I'll try the old smelling salts again. It's not working on her for some... Of course, stone the crows! Oh, we need to get her medical attention. Now, she said her base was nearby, but the uh, question is, um, which way? Look, we, we should split up. If you and Jamie go that way... Paul and me can go north. We'll take Lilia with us. What did she mean when she saw me? I, I don't know, but it's vital that if you don't find anything after a quarter of an hour, you come back, yes? Hey, look over there, Doctor. In the basin of the valley below them was a primitive airstrip dug out of the snow. There were tents, oil drums, and even a wooden shed-like building. Some planes, similar to the biplanes involved in the battle, were dotted around, and pilots and ground crew were busy working on them. It's a whole load of them flying beasties, Doctor. Yes, it looks like a, a temporary airbase of some sort. And look, there's a red flag, with a hammer and sickle. They're Russians. Aye, and they've got a big old fire, Doctor. We need to plunk ourselves by that. Wait, wait, Jamie. Oh, it'll be fine, Doctor. I know I'm... Do not move or I will shoot you. Ah, that, that won't be necessary. Uh, we're travellers, you see. I'm just in the, the wrong place at the wrong time. Aye, story of our lives, I, Jamie. Um, I'm the Doctor uh, and this is Jamie. You speak good Russian, but your accents are... There's something not right. I'm speaking Russian, yes. It's, a, it's something the, the TARDIS does, Jamie, but, but it's not the time to go into it just now. You speak it, but it's not your mother tongue. Uh, probably not, no. You are spies. What? No, no. Now, hang on. That's a very hasty conclusion to come to. On your knees. This will be quick. Uh, now, ho, ho. hold on, lassie. We're no spies. We've just saved one of your pilots' lives. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, her name is Lilia. Uh, I'm afraid her surname has quite slipped my mind. The effect of having a, a gun waved in my face. Keep your hands up. Lilia Grankin. Yes, yes. Uh, she was fighting some rather well-armoured tanks and they shot her down. Uh, my friends have taken her. Uh, you see, we, we split up to try and find your base. Come with me. Oh, can we not sit by your big fire and, and warm up? No. I'm going to lock you up. Oh, at least, Jamie, we've been shot in the snow and they'll be thankful for small mercies. The Doctor and Jamie were walked at gunpoint and forced to enter a small wooden shack. 
It was a strange mishmash of storage room, sleeping quarters and cell. Inside were two single beds and several large drums of aviation fuel. We do not have a proper holding cell, so this will have to do. But there is a strong lock on the door. Uh, may I ask who is keeping us prisoner? I'm Nadia Vasnyev, commander of this airbase. We are the 588th night bomber regiment of the Soviet Air Force. Now, sit on the beds until I decide what to do with you. Uh, are you not going to sit down, Doctor? Uh, yes, uh, yes, all, all in good time, Jamie. Yeah, 588th Regiment. You're, you're one of the Night Witches, aren't you? No more questions. You will stay here. Sound of night witches, Doctor. Uh, don't worry, Jamie. They're, they're not involved in, in, in sorcery or black magic. It's just the name given to these pilots because they're all female and because they mainly fly at night. All women. Oh, don't the men folk fight? Yes, I, I presume the, the men folk are all in the army fighting their own battles. Uh, now, <clears throat> help me get my boots off, please. Ben and Polly should have been here by now. Yes, well, let's hope they make it soon. Don't know, Duchess. It all looks a blue insane. Uh, here, Lilia, you've got to wake up and give us a bit of help here. Come on, wakey, wakey. Um, where, where, where am I? We're near your base, but we can't find it. I don't think we could go on much further. My base. Stay with us. Do you recognise any of this? Any landmarks, please. But you know where it is. What's she on about? You're, you're teasing me. Your face. The face of... I'm seeing what my mind thinks I want to see. At the end. You've got to stay awake. We're all going to freeze otherwise. <laughs> Anything you recognise... Anything! Other side of the mountain. Am I dead? Am I already... The cold's making her delirious. She's gone again. Come on, Polly. Help me take her arms. Oh. I hope she's right about the base being over there. Yeah. Otherwise we're in trouble. Oh... Can you see what's going on out there, Doctor? The Doctor wiped the condensation from the window. They're refueling their planes by the looks of it. It's quite a frenzy of activity out there. The Doctor and Jamie stared out of the small high window in the cabin. Beyond it, on the airfield, technicians and pilots were checking the ancient biplanes and crop spraying planes for any damage or malfunction. I suspect they're about to launch another raid. But while Jamie propped himself up on a canister of aviation fuel to look out the window... Jamie, I want you to stay totally still. What is it, Doctor? Your hand 
is resting on a Hessian bag on top of that fuel canister. See? The Hessian bags are the explosives that the pilots were throwing from their planes. What should it do? Don't make any sudden movements. Now, <clears throat> transfer your weight onto the other canister. That's it, steady. That's it. Now, take your hand very slowly and carefully off the bags. And they won't explode? I, uh, I don't know. If they do, we won't know much about it. I'm taking my hand off. Slowly. I'm doing it slowly. That's, that's it. Ah, oh, my goodness. Heavens! I thought we were goners then, Doctor. What are you doing? Trying not to get ourselves blown up. Whose idea was it to store explosives with a fuel? Hey, and I bet some poor soul sleeping here too. We have to keep the explosives dry. We don't have a lot of space to store things. Yes, well, just be thankful we didn't send this place sky high. We have found your comrades. Ben and Polly. The girl is unconscious. The man is under guard. They brought my young pilot, Lilia Grankin, back with them. I'm grateful to them for that. I see. I told you we weren't spies. Can you let us go now? Uh, yes, before we all go up like a Catherine wheel. I'm afraid your ordeal is far from over. Oh, but we saved your pilot like we said we did. And I was ready to let you go. But now, I'm not sure what to think. Tell me about the girl with you. What was your plan? We don't have a plan. We just landed in the middle of a war and we're trying to leave, that's all. <laughs> Come with me. The doctor and Jamie were frog-marched to the first aid tent, where a nurse was wrapping blankets over an unconscious Polly. Next to her, on another bed, was the delirious young flyer, Lilia Grankin, and standing near the flap of the tent was Ben, held at gunpoint. Doctor! Jamie! Am I glad to see you, Pear. Oh, you all right, Ben? Oh, this? Yeah, she whacked me with a gun when I wouldn't answer her questions. And how is Polly? Is that what you call her? Oh, well, that happens to be her name, yes. She's okay, I think. Just the cold got to her a bit. The nurse thinks she'll be all right when she warms up. Yes, we need her alive. Now, you will tell me the plan. You hope to sneak into my base at night. I, I, I've told you, we have no plan other than to get away from all this. Yeah, he's telling the truth. <laughs> I thought the Germans would send stronger spies. Maybe your plan went wrong when you got lost in the snow. We don't have a plan. Shut up. You may not have a plan, Doctor, or whatever you call yourself. But I have one. Oh, yes, I... I suspect it doesn't involve us sitting around the fire, toasting marshmallows. In 30 minutes, if you do not tell me what is going on, I will shoot one of your comrades dead. Now, hold on a moment! And you can decide which one I kill. She seems nice. Oh, what are we going to do? We can't even tell us something we don't know, Doctor. Yes, uh, this is something to do with Polly, but I, I, I'm not sure what... We'd better work it out and fast. Suddenly, Lilia Grankin's eyes opened. She was recovering from the cold. I... It's all right. Don't try to move too quickly. The nurse pushed the doctor away so she could tend to her patient. Well, there's no need to push. Yes. These people, they saved my life. My plane would have exploded. Without them, it would have been my final resting place. It, it, it's good you're back with us. 
Lilia idly turned to look at the woman in the bed alongside her, Polly. Lilia's eyes widened in shock. Her hand went to her mouth as she sat bolt upright. Oh, no, no. It was a premonition, wasn't it? What are you talking about? In the snow, I saw her. That's right, we we were trying to... You were a sign of things to come. When I saw her, I thought I would die, not her. Signs and premonitions? You sure they're not real witches, Doctor? Shh, Jamie, she seems convinced that Polly is going to die. I would give my life instead. Please let that happen. Take me. No, 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 there's there's no need for that. Uh, I'm hoping that both of you will live. Just waiting for her to warm up and, and then... What's that? The plane's about to come down! Oh. Oh. That was close. I... It must have crashed outside. The doctor, Ben and Jamie ran from the tent, followed by their guard and the nurse. The night witches were rushing with water and extinguishers. It's one of theirs! Luckily, they got the pilot out. Bravo. She's safe. And silhouetted amid the flames, the doctor could see a young woman in a flying helmet and jacket being helped out of the cockpit. The ground staff helped her jump from the wings and they all ran with great haste away from the burning wreckage. They're taking her to the medical tent. Stand back. Give her some room. I'm glad for her, doctor. But it's not helping us work out what to do, is it? And we're running out of time. Yeah, yes, I know, but it is making things a bit clearer. The young pilot had taken off her flying helmet and as she walked closer to the medical tent... It can it be? It is impossible. I know. But we are seeing it with our own eyes. It's Polly. Dr. Jamie and Ben found themselves face to face staring at a female pilot, one with a very familiar face and blonde hair. Can you believe it? Polly's just got out of that burning plane. Yes, or rather someone who looks just like her. It's a relief to have you back in one piece, Comrade Kriegi. Thank you, Commander. When I flew low, they hit fuselage with machine gun fire. I did not think I would have enough fuel to return. She doesn't even talk like Polly. But she's the dead spit of her. Let's get the nurses to check you over, Tatiana. I am only shaken. They did not hit me. That's good. I would hate to lose my best pilot. But there is much danger. On my reconnaissance, I saw German tanks moving nearer to Stalingrad. How many? I saw 12. Will they pass through here? They come from the west. I estimate we have not long before they reach us. We must stop them. I'm, I'm afraid your friend is wrong. 
you're dealing with more tanks than 12. What? From where we came from, there was a, a temporary base, and that had perhaps the same height again. Why would he tell us this information if he was a spy? You are stupid, Lilia, if you believe he wouldn't feed us false information. But... Perhaps there are no more tanks than Tatiana described, and he's trying to dispirit us. Have you thought of that possibility? Guards, keep your guns on them. Who are these people? Uh, hello, um, I'm the doctor, and this is Ben and Jamie. Your, uh, your likeness is uh, quite remarkable. What is he talking about? There is something you should see. You. Me. Come with us. Lilia, lock the others up. What will that lassie make a polly when she sees her? I don't know. You know, I wish they'd stop pointing guns at us. I could be making myself useful. Useful? Well, I know a thing or two about engines. I could be giving them an hand with the planes. I could use some help with my plane. Ben? Oh. Well, here you are. Ben, the lassie wants a hand. Uh, yeah. Right, yeah, of course. But do not try to escape. I wanted to thank you for saving me, bringing me back. It's all right. Here, I, I don't suppose you could tell your boss that we ain't spies, could you? I will try my best. Perhaps if you tell me why you came. What do you mean? You turn up with someone who looks identical to Tatiana. It must be for a reason. You'd think so, wouldn't you? She has been unconscious, but I hope the blankets and heat may revive her shortly. Like looking into a mirror. Yes, it is rather. You know, the probability of finding an exact double of oneself is very small. And yet the, uh, the idea of doppelgangers has been woven through folklore and myth in almost every civilization. They say that if you meet your double, it is sign one of you die. Uh, yes, like I say, just folklore and myth, uh, probably. I suspect that this woman is part of Nazi plot too. I don't know. Replace you. <sighs> Why would the Germans go to that trouble? I may be a good pilot, but no one knows what I look like, Nadia. You are wrong, Tatiana. There are posters of you. You are the recruiting image on those posters. Why wasn't I told? We only need to know what is necessary. Everything else is a distraction. So, Germans see poster and find double. Why? Yes. Why exactly would they do that, hmm? You want to know my theory, little man? It would be most illuminating, yes. You come here and kill the real Tatiana Kriegi. Then you replace her with your copy. And what happens then? The copy feeds back information to the enemy. Uh, you've rather thought it through, haven't you? Apart from our missions being compromised, we would lose our poster girl, and the morale of the Russian Air Force would be lowered. As a scientist, I, I do enjoy a, a good theory. But that's got to be the biggest load of poppycock I've ever heard. You're not going to admit it, are you? There is someone else we can ask. Look. Girl is waking up. Oh. Uh. Uh, but Polly... It's, it's all right. You've been unconscious and you're in a medical tent behind the Russian lines. Oh, Doctor. So, you are called Polly. I am Tatiana. Doctor, she's... Yes, I, I know, I, I know. Remarkable, isn't it? That's why Lilia was so confused when we found her. She evidently thought you were some sort of vision. Tatiana, take men outside. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Hold on a minute. Uh, uh, 
Now, Polly, now that we are alone, you will tell me what you are doing here. As the aircraft personnel worked feverishly on their planes, the doctor was led by Tatiana towards the storage hut. A man who looks like Tramp, another in skirt. You are unlikeliest group of spies I could imagine. That's because we're not. Look, I do not believe you are threat, but I am not in charge here. Could you persuade her, do you think? You are not priority. Sorry. I have to prepare the planes for tonight. We must fly to smash the approaching army. You sound like you need a rest. I cannot keep doing it. 32 missions last week, and each time I am lucky to get back with my life. One day, I will not be so lucky. Sorry, I... Uh, please, please, uh, don't upset yourself. You're exhausted. Well, you all are. The Germans will be here soon. We have no time to rest. I will have to do my duty, I suppose. Please, get inside, hut! Well, as you ask so nicely... Back in the first aid tent, Nadia was continuing to put pressure on Polly to find out what she was doing there. I can't tell you things I don't know. You must know details about Tatiana Kregi if you are to impersonate her. I've never heard of her. Very well. There's a simple way to solve this problem. Please. Last chance to talk. My name is Polly. I'm from Chelsea in England. I don't know anything about Tatiana, you lot, or, or what you're even doing here. Wait, Nadia. I think she's telling the truth. Tatiana. Think about it, Commander. They saved Lilia. The little man told us there were more tanks than we thought. They're not spies. I am not so sure. We have to prepare for biggest battle of our lives. We have lost so many women. We don't have time to waste on these people. You think I should let them go? We just want to go back to the TARDIS. It, it's our sort of plane, I guess. Where is this TARDIS? Near where we saw the tanks. Please, will you let us go? Over by her biplane, Lilia was trying to loosen a stubborn bolt on the propeller housing. The bitter cold meant there was a good chance it was frozen solid. I can't seem to... Here, let me try. There. I got it on, but that bolt oh, isn't going to budge. That must get it off to check the bearings on the engine. We'll do it. Together. You couldn't ask your oppo to stand back and stop hovering about with that gun, could you? Mm. Olga, give us some room. So, when you're flying, what do these missions entail, then? Our methods are well known. Not to me. Some spy, huh? <laughs> we mostly fly at night. We go slowly, trying not to make a noise when we near the enemy and glide over them to draw bombs. They call it disruption bombing. We just try to make things difficult. And these planes are hardly the latest models, are they? 
crop dusters. Planes from last war. We are farmers and people from the country. People who wanted to take up arms and help our comrades. You're fighting Germans and you're not trained. But we still strike fear into their hearts. Blast it! Oh, hang on. I think that's done it. It's loose enough to turn a bit. Another tent had been set up as a radio tent. With the aerial jutting through the fabric, Nadia was trying to find a frequency. Well, Commander? I cannot get through to Central Command. So it's my decision. Do I keep the strangers prisoner? Do I let them go? Or do I execute them? I do not believe they are spies. The young man helps Lilia ready planes. The other two men went willingly to holding room. So no executions? And yet, we do not have enough food for our own pilots without having to feed prisoners. I don't know about letting them go. I fear it was a Nazi plan, but... But what if it went wrong when they got lost? Now they could be trying to evade it. What do you want to do, Commander? Another rivet knocked in. So, how do you all know about plane engines, then? My family run a large farm, hundreds of miles from here. But we have a plane like this. I know every component, every nut and bolt of these things. We all have to know. Everyone here is a bird. I'll notice that. Bird? There are no birds here. Uh, Sorry, I I meant women, of course. Sometimes I get my words mixed up. (laughs) You are funny. Doctor, Jamie, you all right? Hi, for now. Yes, for now. Hector, seems they're letting me go. That's great. I'll just finish this and we'll be off. Uh, No, you uh, misunderstand me then. Uh, She's letting me and Jamie go. Uh, You and Polly have to stay here until we get back. Collateral. If this doctor tricks us, then I will kill you and the girl. The commander thinks that you may have been part of a German plot that went wrong. How are you going to get to the TARDIS, then? Uh, well, well I, you can't walk back in all that snow. And that's without the little matter of having to swan through a panzer division? You, you know, no, no, I, I, I suppose not, but... And um, even if you get to the TARDIS, you won't be able to fly it back here, will you? Fly it? Uh, what is it? It's like our sort of aircraft thing. Uh, look, look I, I need some way of getting back to the TARDIS and some method of bringing the TARDIS back here for you and Polly. Would this TARDIS fit on lorry? Uh... Well, yeah, yes, I I suppose it would. Are you thinking about the old carrier? We should not be giving these people our resources. We have the girl and Ben as insurance. It has half a tank of fuel. It should make it. Oh, well, 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 thank you. That that sounds ideal. Come on, Jamie. Hang on. uh, Where is Jamie? Now then, what have we got here? Jamie had wandered into the provisions tent and found something bubbling in a pot on a fire in the opening. But before he could tuck in... Ah, there he is. What do you think you're doing? Oh, I thought we were free to go. And I was following my nose here and and it found your wee stew boiling away. Uh, Sorry, but I'm as ravenous as a a stray dog. Pour yourself a bowl, then. Oh, thanks. (laughs) 
Mm, smells a bit odd, but I'm sure it'll taste. Chegs, what is that? It's a stew made from tree bark. Tree bark? There's a war on, in case you hadn't noticed. We have no proper food and we have to make do. Lilia's very inventive with her recipes. Boy, you, you can see that again. Well, I, I'm glad I didn't try that particular delicacy. I suggest you both eat it, unless you want to starve. Oh, well, I, I, I don't suppose you have a, a, a chunk of bread to go with it. Meanwhile, in the medical tent, Polly was making an effort to get up and put her boots back on. Who uh, thought putting on a pair of boots could take so much out of me? It is unnerving, putting on boots. Looking at you. Oh, I know what you mean. If I take ponytail down, we look even more same. So where are you from? Machino, town. Long way south of St. Petersburg. That's where we were trying to get to. St. Petersburg and the Winter Palace. But as usual, we didn't quite get it right. You are a traveller? Sort of. Trying to get home, really. I miss my home, too. They must be proud of what you're doing. Your family. For the war. Perhaps. <laughs> my father is manager of local theatre in town. They wanted me to become music hall entertainer. Then war got in the way and all dreams were gone. Can you sing and dance then? A little. My real skill was to imitate animals. After I mastered animals on nearby farms, I turned my attention to my father's business friends. At functions, father bring me out as star turn. He was not so happy when I started mimicking him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe after the war you can do that. Get on a stage somewhere. If I survive that long. Anyway, what ambitions did you have? Well, I don't know. I was working as a PA for Professor Brett, who's a brilliant scientist, and, and then the doctor arrived and, and whisked me off on all sorts of adventures. Hey, you are good. You should hear my impersonation of a sheep. Polly, <laughs> <laughs> ah, uh, Jamie and I are just going to find the TARDIS. Hi, and bring it back. I will go and check planes. Uh, very good. Uh, yes, uh, Nadia mentioned that she might fly above us for protection. Tatiana left the tent. It was a chance for the time travellers to talk more openly about the strange events that they had witnessed. It must be odd to meet your own double, eh, Polly? It is strange, but she seems nice. Well, don't get too attached, Polly. Uh, as soon as we get back, we're going to have to leave. But, Doctor, don't you want to help them when the Germans come? We can't get involved here. But their planes are old and, and they're outnumbered. Won't they get slaughtered? We can't stay. Because of her? Because we look the same? In all of time and space, we find someone who looks identical to you, Polly. Now, I don't know if the TARDIS draws us to such anomalies, but I do know there is something wrong about us being here. But you're always interfering and saving lives. No, not this time. I want you ready to leave the moment we return. And if luck is on our side, it will be before the panzers arrive. Now, now come along, Jamie. Try it again. It seems not to work. The truck was an ancient army lorry with a cab for two people at the front and a covered area on the back. Functional and durable, at least in theory. 
But at the moment, it wasn't very functional. It was nearly kaput when it got most of our supplies here. Let Ben have a look at it. He knows what he's doing. Well, I don't know about that, but I might as well. Can you not see what the problem is, Ben? Apart from the fact that it's old and past it. Hang on. Oh, there's a lead come loose here. Try it now. Hey! <laughs> you are a clever man. When you go that far? Right, Doctor. You've got half a tank of fuel, and here's the map. I, I, I see now. In the valley? Yes, and the German tanks are approaching there, in the west. Which means the temporary base, the one the TARDIS is near, is there. The commander will leave in her plane. And you'll give us cover? If you betray us, Ben and Polly will be executed. I'm quite aware of that. Come along, Jerry. Prepare my plane. I've nearly finished, Ben. Yeah. I wondered where you'd got to. I'm just getting this little panel on the fuselage to stay in place. Guessing it's important. Nadia is preparing to leave to meet the doctor and Jamie. So we'll soon have the TARDIS back and be on our way. Where will you go? Come on, stay on there. Who knows? Could be any time or place knowing the doctor. Time? You... you said time. Oh, I meant just any place, you know. Your clothes. The way Polly's dress especially. They are not fabrics we have. Not clothes I have seen. Well, Paul's always off down Carnaby Street. Where are you from, Ben? England. I meant... What year are you from? I, I made a slip, that's all. You know how this will end, don't you? Is that why you don't want to stay to see what happens? It's because you know. I'd better go and get some more rivets. Ben! Ach, this is a real bone shaker, Doctor. That is, it's not built for comfort, is it? I've been on camels with more cushioning. Oh. We're not lost already, are we? No. Just, just checking that we're on the right course. Uh, yes, I, I, I think we're here on the map. Oh, that, that map needs all the snow in it. It just shows green fields and, and hills and that. Yes, I'm lucky. I've got a, a compass in, in my pocket. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Ah, yes, here it is. Mm. Now, now, I, I got this from Ernest Shackleton, the, the very one he used to cross... He's seeing north that way. Oh, well, good. Then we're going the right way. Doctor, uh, how are we going to get the TARDIS on the back of this thing? You can't just pick it up. Yeah, well, I, I, I spotted a, a winch mechanism when we first saw the panzers at their base. Uh, as long as the night witches didn't blow it up in their raid, we, we should be all right. So we're just going to sneak behind enemy lines to get this winch thing. Yeah, yes, yes. Yes, it sounds a bit dangerous when you put it like that, Jamie. Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
By the plane, the final preparation was underway, the fitting of the bombs for its mission. Commander, after this load, we have only the bags of explosives left. Our stocks are already depleted. Little food, a handful of bullets, and now no proper bombs to drop. There has been no word on the supply trucks. Olga feared they had been ambushed by German tanks. We have to do the best we can with what we have. We have to hold out. Do you think the doctor will betray you, Commander? You're not worried about him. Instead, you worry about the consequences for the young man. I don't know what you mean. Ben. If I execute him, you would be sad, wouldn't you? He is a nice man, if that's what you mean. He saved my life. Well, don't worry. I don't plan to shoot him yet. Besides, he's useful in helping maintain the planes. As for the doctor, he won't get a chance to betray me. What do you mean, Commander? Just finish my plane. In the medical tent, Polly was dressed, but not in her usual clothes. What do you think? Now you look like one of us. I thought the flying jacket and overalls would be a lot warmer, to be honest. That is why we move around a lot. Now, try flying helmet and goggles. Uh, crumbs. The visibility is really... How do you even see what you're bombing in these? We have no choice. If you not wear goggles, then wind would force eyes shut as you fly. Now, if you go outside, I will show you how to check planes. Your friend Ben has proved to be very useful in similar way. Okay. The doctor and Jamie have left them. It is difficult to tell who is who, yes? It's extraordinary. If not for your accent. I'll see you out there. Nadia watched Polly leave. She waited a moment until she was sure that Polly was gone from the outside of the tent. Tatiana. Yes, Commander. I was worried that these people had come to assassinate you and take your place. But you don't think that now? I'm not sure. I still don't trust them. But I've been thinking. What if we use this girl to our advantage instead? How do you mean, Nadia? We let the Germans capture her. They would put a bullet in her head as soon as they thought it was the great Tatiana Grigi. Commander! Hear me out. They kill her, and they will think they have killed you. So then afterwards, when you attack, it will seem like you have risen from the grave. You'll seem like an indestructible foe. Think how that will terrify their soldiers. I am not sure about this. They already call us witches. They are scared and superstitious. Our reputation will be assured, Tatiana. Warriors who fight on even after dying. <laughs> Think about it. Now, I have to leave to meet the doctor. And what fate will he meet? A casualty of war. The doctor and Jamie stopped the truck and surveyed the snow-covered field. I think I recognise this bit, Doctor. Yes, yes, I think you're right, Jamie. I, I, I remember that ridge of mountains. And Shackleton's compass says we're still going the right way. Look, Doctor! 
It's that burnt-out tank, the, the, the one that was going to attack the TARDIS. Yeah, so, so, so the TARDIS should be next to it, but... Oh, standing there. It's, it's been moved. Hold on, Doctor. C- can you see it? The Doctor could see the TARDIS. It had been loaded onto the back of a German lorry and was sitting amid the German encampment. Well, at least we'd have to steal a winch. Oh, but look at all those soldiers. How are we going to get past them? That's where we, we need a distraction. And here comes a rather good one. Aye, it's, it's Nadia. Come to give us covering fire. She's going to help us. Oh, oh my word. If she's helping, she, she's got a funny way of... Run, Jamie! In the medical tent, it was Ben's turn to try the delights of the night witch's catering. Blimey! Oh, that tastes rough! It's not too bad. Even tree bark stew tastes okay when you're hungry. Ben, I need to talk to you. I can't tell you what happens, Lilia. I'm not here to ask about how the war turns out. What's wrong, Lilia? I shouldn't tell you, but I couldn't keep it to myself. Keep what to yourself? I might be wrong, but... What? I think Nadia hasn't gone to help your friends. She's gone to kill them. Running back to the truck, Jamie and the doctor leapt inside, slamming the doors. The doctor put it into gear and raced off as fast as he could. Hold on tight, Jamie. Hurry, doctor. She's coming out for another go. Just run her and bring her to the German base. Enough of a distraction to... You need to outrun her a bit faster, Doctor. Well, if only this thing went a bit faster. Ah, we're over the brow of the hill. There are the Germans. We've got trouble from both sides. Ah, that one ripped the canvas off the back of... Uh, what is it, Jamie? There are a canisters in the back of my truck. What? I know it. Aviation fuel. She's made us into a bomb. Look out, Doctor. She's dropping on them.
airfield, Tatiana was testing her plane's engine. It sounds fine to me. Take it up for test flight, Olga. Once round mounting will be enough. But before Tatiana could say any more, Polly, Ben and Lilia marched over the snow to confront her. Tatiana, is this true? Is what true? That Nadia hasn't gone to help the Doctor and Jamie. She's gone to kill them. Polly, this is absurd. Nadia give air support to help them get TARDIS of yours. What has girl been saying? I couldn't let Ben lose his friends. Not after he saved my life. You take word of lovesick teenager? Lilia told us that there were two canisters of aviation fuel on the back of the doctor's truck. Which would make them a moving bomb. I think girl is exhausted and hungry. What did Commander actually say to you? Did she say she was going to kill strangers? Well, no. What then? What about the fuel? We use truck to move provisions, materials. It is how we set up base. Remember, Lilia? Yes, but... Tatiana had decided that the audience was over. She marched away. What do you make of that then, Paul? I don't know. I'm sorry. Maybe I got it wrong. If Tatiana is telling the truth, then I'm sure she won't mind taking me up in her plane to see what's happened to the Doctor and Jamie. I could take you. No, you'd get into more trouble. Let me put Tatiana to the test. Meanwhile, the German tanks were making their inexorable journey towards the Night Witch's base. Luckily for the pilots, the roads were thick with ice and snow, making their progress slow. But, like an unstoppable force, they were coming. In the provisions tent, Tatiana was attempting to get Lilia back on track. You must be careful what you say, Lilia. I'm sorry. I must have been mistaken. Your careless comments worried Ben and Polly. They could have lashed out, attacked us. And we do not need such distraction at this time. Sorry. Will I be disciplined? Not from me. I know how you would love to be commander one day, so I will not stop your progress. Thank you. We need to focus on enemy that is coming. You are very brave, comrade. 32 missions in one week. I have seen you fly four raids in a single night, stopping between them only to refuel and straighten your flying helmet. 
I'm not as brave as you think. Can I talk to you? We're just having soup. You are welcome to join. I need you to take me up in your plane. Go back to where the doctor was last seen. Even if Lilia is wrong, they might be in trouble. Very well. Lilia, go to prepare my plane. Oh, okay. Thanks. What's that? Ah, hot soup. It will help you. It will be cold up there. It looks like blood. It's borscht. Sour, but nice. It is made from beetroot. Every family has recipe for it. This is Lilia's recipe. It is last of beetroots we have. Tell me more about the night witches. I would prefer to know more about you. For example, where did you meet Ben? At the Inferno. Inferno? It was, is, a nightclub. He was nursing a drink, several drinks, feeling sorry for himself. And you cheer him up? Yes. I'd gone there with Dodo and the doctor. Dodo? One of the doctor's friends. I wonder whatever happened to her. Now, tell me about the night witches. Very well. What would you like to know? Do you really think you can beat the Germans? They find it very hard to shoot us down in the sky. You know why? Because you're good pilots. Partly. But other reason is because Polycarpov biplanes are so slow. Slow? But doesn't that make them... No, no. To match us, a Messerschmitt have to go slower than speed it stalls at. So they slow to catch us in battle and fall from sky. Boom! But if I answer your question properly, no, I'm not sure we can beat them. They have more power, more troops, more weapons. Once we could have beaten them, now I'm not so sure. It is my goal. Where were you born? In the radio tent, Lilia and Ben had managed to make some sort of radio contact with Nadia. This is Commander Nadia Vasiv. Go ahead, Commander. Receiving you. Engage the enemy. Thanks. Ask her about the Doctor and Jamie. Commander, what happened to the travellers? I was outnumbered. More tanks than Tatiana saw. Give me that. Nadia, are the Doctor and Jamie all right? At least 40 tanks now. Nadia! She's out of range. When Ben told Polly the news, she was fired up with a plan. You sure about this, Paul? We've got to find the Doctor and Jamie. Oh, be careful, yeah? Just see if you can find out what happened to them and come back. Okay. Are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Very well. I'll come and wave you off. Polly, what do we do if... you know... They're alive. I'm sure of it.
Out on the airfield, Tatiana and Polly prepared to leave on their perilous mission. Let me help you climb up, Polly. Thanks. Polly clambered up onto the wing and climbed into the back seat of the two-seater plane. Tatiana pulled back the canopy over her pilot seat and spoke to Lilia and Ben on the ground. I will stay in radio contact every five minutes. Be careful, both of you. Look! It's Nadia! Wait a minute, Polly. Let's see what she's got to say for herself. It seemed like an eternity for Polly and Ben as they waited for Nadia to remove her helmet and catch her breath. Well? The Germans were moving when we got there. The doctor drove right into a group of panzers. And? They opened fire on his truck. I I dropped bombs on two of the tanks, but there were too many. The doctor broadsided the truck round trying to backtrack, trying to escape. Oh, Ben. But he took a direct hit. The cab of the truck was... It was obliterated. (gasps) You're lying! It must be... I wish I was. No! Polly, come here. It's all right. It's not all right. It's not all right, Ben. (laughs) We have a job to do. There is no time to comfort the strangers. What of German tanks? They are moving towards us as we suspected. But more are amassing at their base point. 40, 45 tanks. 20 on route. How can we possibly fight that many? You must keep calm, Lilia. We must lay traps. There will be no sleep until we have prepared. Call all the aviators to the airfield. Yes, Commander. Staring numbly at the untuned radio transmitter, Ben and Polly tried to process the awful news. Tried to make some sense of it. It would have been quick, I suppose. They wouldn't have... wouldn't have known much about it. I'll look after you, Paul. Nothing's going to happen to you. I promise. But what will we do? Pilots and ground crew of the 588th Airborne. We don't have much time. I estimate that the Germans will be with us just after tomorrow. They will find our base here, so we must defend it. We will be outnumbered and outgunned, but we have the fire in our hearts. Tatiana and Lilia will provide low-level cover while Katya and Anastasia set off the explosives on the road. With the traps set, we hope to stop as many of these tanks reaching Stalingrad as possible. May victory be ours, Night Witches! As Nadia tried to rouse the spirits of her troops, Ben and Polly wandered out from the tent. Do you really think I could fly the TARDIS? Well... You went and landed it all right. The doctor was helping. I don't know if I could fly it anywhere. And where would we go? Maybe we could try to go back to our own time. eh? We'd have no idea how to do that. What choice do we have? Oh, sorry, Ben. I 
I just can't believe they're gone. Tatiana! Have you thought about what I said? They are still reeling from death of their friends. That makes it easier for us. You tell the girl that you will take her to find her friend's bodies. Or find this TARDIS plane of theirs so they can leave. She was going with you before, but she'll jump at the chance now. But, Commander... It's perfect! Don't you see? Then you leave her to be captured by the Germans. Oh. We need every scrap of advantage in the battle that is ahead. Including breaking the Germans' minds. Do you have any qualms about that? She was brought to us for a reason, Tatiana. We can convince the Germans that you are dead and... I know your plan. But we may all be dead soon, Nadia. Just obey your order. I will take care of Ben. Very well, Commander. You decent in there, Paul? Yes. Just putting my flying jacket and boots back on. Why did they want you to change out of your civvies? Tatiana thought I could wear a thermal layer under my fatigues. Be warmer, I suppose. None of it matters, really. We should have listened to the doctor. He said he had a bad feeling about us meeting my double. He didn't want to get involved. Said we should leave as soon as we could. We should have gone. Pass me my boots, would you? Here you go. We should have left then. At least we'd all have been together. You can't think like that. <laughs> you look just like one of them now. She looks just like me. You credit to night witches. It really is like looking into a mirror now, isn't it? Good luck, Duchess. Hope you find the TARDIS. I'll follow as soon as Lilia gets her plane refueled, yeah? I'll wait at the TARDIS for you, Ben. And I'll do the same. If I get there before you. But, Paul... It's dangerous out there. Uh, if one of us doesn't come... You know... Don't wait too long, eh? Don't say that. Go on, then. And with a final look behind her... Polly got into the plane with Tatiana. She waved to Ben as the plane taxied along the makeshift runway and lifted into the snow-filled sky. My plane will soon be ready, and we can follow. As long as she's safe, that's all. Go and change into flying fatigues. I will meet you at the plane. <gasps> you startled me, Commander. I cannot spare you. You will stay here, prepare for the battle. But what about taking Ben to be with Polly? He's not going anywhere. Neither is she. For the ten minutes or so, Ben and Lilia worked on the final checks and repairs on her ancient two-seater biplane. All the while, Lilia was struggling not to tell Ben the awful secret. Oh, we've been over everything a dozen times. Oh, looks ready to me. Is the fuel done? Mm-hmm. So we're ready to fly? Y yes. What's wrong? Look, I know you're probably worried sick about the battle. Mm -hmm. But you know one thing. The Germans don't know you're here. 
They're going to stumble on this place, and that gives you the element of surprise, yeah? All those traps you lot are laying. What happens, Ben? To us. You said about arriving in a different time. You know, don't you? You know I can't. I don't know nothing about what happens to the Night Witches, whether you win tomorrow or not. But I do know... Yes? We win in the end. You have done so much for me. Come on, then. Better give one of the others a shout to take the blocks off. Nadia told me to keep you here. What? She doesn't intend for any of you to leave. She can't still think we're spies. She can't explain why you are here with someone who looks like Tatiana. For people like Nadia, the solution is to protect herself. She wants to kill both of you. Are you going to do what she wants? No. I'm going to help you to get to Polly so you can both leave. Come on, then. Here, get in and start it. I'll, I'll do the blocks. Come on, Ben. I cannot hold it still. I'll catch you up. The plane was picking up speed as it coursed over the ground. Jump up, quickly! Try it. Pull yourself in! Quickly, they're coming! Stop her! As Ben tried to clamber onto the taxiing plane, Nadia aimed her pistol at the fuselage. Nearly on! Go on, go! I'll take her out! Ah! Lilia! With Lilia hit by a bullet, she lost control of the plane and it careered off the runway into a snowbank. You all right? Lilia! Get them out of the cockpit! Get them now! Lilia! Get out of the plane! You killed her! She was disobeying orders! Get him out! Uh, uh, ah, if I had bullets to spare, you would die here on the ground. Take him to the hut and lock him in there! Lilia! Get Lilia out of the plane and repair the fuselage! We need every plane operational! Move! Can you hear me, Jamie? Jamie! What's that dreadful smell? My Ritello 3 smelling salts. I never thought it'd come in so handy. Get my way from it, Doctor! So so we we jumped out then? Yes, uh, just in the nick of time. Uh, The plane! Where's the plane? Oh, she's long gone now. She must have seen the fireball and thought that her mission had been a success. I, I dragged you here and waited until the tanks had gone before reviving you. Oh, I've got a head that's pounding like a blacksmith anvil. Is that from the explosion? It's a side effect of the smelling salts, I'm afraid. Uh, now we, uh, <clears throat> we should get further away. Uh, otherwise, we'll, uh, we'll soon have company. Come on, Jamie.
Locked in the hut, Ben hoped that Polly might somehow reach the TARDIS. He knew he had little chance of reaching her. The Doctor and Jamie were dead. Lilia was dead. And Ben feared that he would probably die tomorrow when the Germans arrived. His only glimmer of hope was that Polly would somehow escape this awful place of snow and violence. Be lucky, Duchess. He knew that Polly reaching the TARDIS would be one thing, using it to try to reach home quite another. He wondered what journeys Polly would have, the places she would see. Hope you make it back to 1966 sometime, Paul. I thought we came in this cave for shelter from the snow. Not so you could do cave drawings, Doctor. Uh, yes, but I'm not drawing bears or antelopes, Jamie. Well, it just looks like a, a load of lines to me. Having lost the map in the explosion, I've plotted this from memory using the compass. There's the Night Witch's base over there. Mm-hmm. And here's where we are here. And over here is the TARDIS. Here, yes, yes, on the back of a German truck. So, we have got to get from here to the base without getting killed or captured up in the TARDIS. Ah, looks easy when it's on the wall, Doctor. Yes, yes, but uh, in real life it might be slightly trickier. Meanwhile, Ben had a visitor to his temporary prison. Who's that? You're no use in here, locked up. So we will supervise you and you can help us get ready for the German attack. Why should I help you after what you've done, eh? I made the bad decision. Lilia was a good pilot. A good girl. I should have disciplined her. Just so tired and hungry. It's not going to bring her back, is it? And what have you got planned for Polly, eh? You will be here with us when the Germans reach us later. Would you not welcome a chance to make a difference in that battle? Or will you just wait for death like a coward? If I help you, I want you to let me go. I I may still be able to reach Polly before she gets to the TARDIS. Very well. Take the shovel. What do you want me to do? Dig ditches around our base to stop the tanks. Oh, that'd take an age. You'd better get started then, hadn't you? There's the truck, Doctor. Yes, with the TARDIS secured on the back. Are you sure this will work? No, but it's probably the only chance we've got. I see. Uh, there's only one guard near the truck, and he's distracted trying to light his cigarette. All we have to do is wait for the right... Let's do it then, Doctor! Uh, uh, Jamie, w- wait for the... Yeah, soldier, I think you've dropped something. Jamie pointed to the ground and the soldier instinctively bent to look. The young Scot took this opportunity to punch him in the stomach. <coughs> the Doctor used the distraction to climb into the cab of the truck. Come on, Jamie, you won't be down for long. How'd you make it go, then? With some wee scientific wizardry, no doubt? Or I could just check the place where people always hide their keys. Bingo! 
Ben struggled in the wind to dig the trench, working as fast as he could, knowing that each minute's delay meant he might miss Polly. If she got to the TARDIS, how long would she wait? But as he was digging, something stopped Ben in his tracks. Ben saw a ghost. Blimey. Lilia? In the biplane, Polly was trying to make sense of where she was. It all looked the same below, a blank landscape of white. But she felt that they'd been flying for a long time. How long until we're there? Tatiana, how long till we're there? We seem to have been going for ages. I can see Germans down there. Is this where the Doctor and Jamie were? Tatiana! Looks like this could be it then. Ben caught up with Lilia. They both checked that no one was looking in their direction. Where are we going? I, uh, I cannot be seen. We need to get out of the sight of the base. I can't uh, believe you're alive. I, I don't know how long I can hold on. I was shot in the chest. My, my breathing is... <clears throat> covered in blood. Nadia thought I was dead. She got them to throw me into a let me help you, yeah? Just sit still on the ground. I need to help. You, so something good comes from this place. We need to stop this bleeding. It's uh, near your shoulder. I think you'll be all right, but we oh. need to get you to the medical tent. Let them help you. An idea would shoot me for being a traitor. I cannot go back. So what are you going to do? I will do what I can to help you find Polly. Guards are coming to take me back. Quick, hide! Lilia dropped into the trench that Ben had dug. She waited there while he walked towards the guards who'd come to collect him. Right, I think I'm finished here. Scramble call 12. This is Commander Nadia Vasnyev. I request urgent backup at our position. The situation is getting desperate. Repeat, desperate. Enemy units are due to arrive soon. If we do not stop them, they will reach Stalingrad. A familiar noise from outside the radio tent slowly caught Nadia's attention. What? I don't believe it. Nadia found herself staring at the doctor and Jamie, who just alighted from a German lorry. On the back was something she had never seen before, 
A battered blue box with a light on the top. Hello, Commander. You look like you've seen a ghost. Aye. First rule of war. Always check your enemies are dead. How is this possible? Your Commander here dropped bombs on our truck. Right on target. She went to pieces. Luckily, we threw ourselves clear in time. Well, now you die. And I'll make sure of it. Give me your gun! Oh, I wouldn't do that. You have a choice, Commander. Let us leave with Ben and Polly, or take us as prisoners of war. But as you are perilously low on resources, I'd say it was better to let us go on our way, wouldn't you? <laughs> so, what's it going to be, hmm? Stay in there. Doctor! Jamie! Oh, we're pleased to see you too, Ben. I, I thought you were goners. I mean, Nadia said that... Nadia would have liked us to have died out there. She fully intended us to. But I don't always like doing what people expect. Hi, now! We've got to work out how to get out of this place. Yes, yes, before the tanks arrive. Uh, just a moment. Where's Polly? I'm glad we've landed, Tatiana. But aren't we behind enemy lines? There was problem with fuel intake. I have to fix. I'll keep an eye out for trouble then. Hurry up though, before my breath freezes to ice. It is done. Well, that was quick. Hang on. What are you doing? I go back alone. But, but at, at least take me to the German camp so I can find the TARDIS. Don't worry. Germans will find you soon enough. That is Nadia's plan. Leave you here. But I think you came here into my life for another reason. You're not giving me a chance, are you? But you are giving me chance, Polly. I think you came to give me a way out. A way to escape dying in battle. What are you going to do? I go back. I fly like amateur pilot, like woman who has only just learned how to fly plane, like you would fly plane. I tell them Tatiana is dead. And I tell them I am Polly. What? You, you can't do that! Goodbye. No, no, wait! Come back! Tatiana's plane soared up into the sky, leaving Polly on the ground. No! You can't leave me! Tatiana! 
don't even know where I am. Come back. <sighs> As a snowstorm started to well up, Polly knew that her only hope was her plan. Got to find the TARDIS. But she didn't know that the Doctor and Jamie had already taken the TARDIS back to the Night Witch's airfield. So she set off on a doomed journey through the snow. Why are you putting the fuel drums in the corner, Doctor? Do we not need them? It's because if we blow them up, we're all goners. That's right, Ben. There are some small explosives we can use to blast open the door of this place, but the last thing we want is for all that aviation fuel to go up. Now, uh, pass me that bag of explosive and one of those fuses, Jamie. How are we going to find Polly? Well, I, uh, I rather hope that Tatiana will bring her back when they realise the TARDIS isn't at the German base. But Lilia said something about Polly not being taken anywhere. She thought they weren't going to let her leave. Then we've got to get out of here very, very quickly. Stand back, everyone. Will that wee bit of explosive be enough? <laughs> More than enough, Jamie. <coughs> Follow me. We'll, we'll drive the TARDIS back to find Polly. Stop! Quickly! Polly reached the brow of the hill that overlooked the German base. But she found that all the tanks had gone, and there were only the remnants of a camp that had once been here. A couple of tents, some equipment. They've gone! And the TARDIS has gone! Polly half tumbled down the slope and made her way into the base. She found a radio that had been left behind. Maybe I can get some help. Don't move. You're not going anywhere. Now let's all stay calm and not do anything rash, shall we? I'm impressed how you destroyed my storeroom. It seems one of you is skilled in explosives. Yes, I, I think you'll find that I'm the culprit. But that's what happens when you lock people up. I, I, I told you, you should have let us go. Now you can use your expertise to lay some traps for the tanks. Look, I want to find Polly. What have you done with her, hmm? Lay the traps. We don't have much time. Oh, there's always time, believe me. I'll do nothing to help you. Not until you tell me where she is. Do you understand me? Uh, uh, I can't... I can't keep... Uh, Holly was finding it hard to see in front of her own nose. The cold was biting through her flying jacket and Air Force fatigues. She was carrying the small radio from the German base, but with every step she contemplated throwing it away. The snow was crusting around her eyes and mouth. Uh, find somewhere to, to... She knew she had to find shelter soon. So they'd think your star flyer, Tatiana, was dead. And then when the real Tatiana attacks, they would see this as a, a warrior from beyond the grave. Which would cement your reputation as the witches of the night. We rely on fear, Doctor. It was the Germans who thought up a nickname. Because of the silent attacks we would make during the dark. 
Like witches riding broomsticks across the sky. Yes, but I need to get to Polly before the Germans do. When you have laid our traps, you can go. Oh, that's what you said to me. But you broke that promise, didn't you? Katya, get some more fuse wires and detonators. We haven't got time to help them, have we, Doctor? Aye, could not make a, a deals. Say we'd get them all to safety in the TARDIS if they let us go. We cannot interfere, Jamie. This war can't be changed. This battle between the Panzers and the Night Witches has to happen with as little interference from us as possible. So if we can't help them, we've got to make a run for it. Yes, well, I, I still have the keys for the German truck. Let's just wait for the right moment, shall we? And I need to get to Lilia. I left the poor girl hiding in a ditch over there. Ah, well, maybe we can cover for a few moments so you can check at her. <coughs> no, 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 God, God is coming. Aye, uh, let's work out where we'll set these snares then. Ben, now's your chance. stumbled through the snow, and just when she felt she was about to collapse, she found a cave in the side of a mountain. It allowed her to get out of the snowstorm and the vicious wind for a moment. But Polly didn't have any way to start a fire. She didn't know where she was going. If she left the cave, how long would she survive? But if she stayed there, how long would she survive? But she did have the radio. As the air crews scurried around, desperately preparing for the final battle, Jamie was wondering how long they had to do as they were told. How long do we have to keep cutting these fuse things up, Doctor? Just until that guard moves away from the truck. She's bound to go somewhere else soon. Oh, no, I... It looks like they, they found Ben. What are you doing back in the field? I thought I dropped something, all right? You're lying. But I don't have time to worry. The Panzers have been spotted by one of our scouts. How near are they? They're messing on the other side of the hill to us. So they know you're here? I thought we would have the element of surprise. Ben, did you find Lilia? No, she wasn't in the ditch. That means she must be all right. Maybe. Well, that, that's coming in too fast. Look out! Oh, is that the honest plane? Quickly, I must save her. can hear me, can they? Hello? Hello? Oh. <coughs> With no one coming and the snowstorm raging, Polly started to accept her inevitable fate. But then she saw something. What? What's that? 
the doctor's drawing on the cave wall. Not just a drawing, but a map showing the German base, the location of the cave, and the location of the Night Witch's base. The doctor's writing! He... he show me the way! The Night Witches dragged Tatiana from her plane and got her away with Jamie's help. Get her out of there! Here, let me help you. That, that's it. Let's get her to the medical tent. We'll soon have you looked at Tatiana. I'm... I'm not Tatiana. I'm Polly. Oh, Polly! Oh, my glad to see you. Hello, Ben. Where's Tatiana, then? Answer me. She's in no condition to answer questions. Now get back from her. I can't see any immediate injuries. Uh, Polly? P Polly, can you hear me? Oh, Doctor. Yes, well, let's get your flying helmet off. Amazing how you flew that plane, Polly. Aye, it's a new vehicle you'll not have a go at. It wasn't very good. Now, where does it hurt? My neck was... when the plane hit the snowbank. Oh, yes, might be a bit of whiplash. Now, now, try and stay still for a while. Should we not just get her into the TARDIS? Aye, th th those Germans might attack any moment. Yes, we should get away. You, you should rest for a moment. Here's my nurse. No, I want to know. What happened to Tatiana? She landed the plane to drop me off behind enemy lines. But the Germans were waiting. She tried to start the plane to take off. No, no, don't distress yourself, Polly. But... They dragged her away. I ran back to the plane. I, I, I didn't know what I was doing, but... You got away. That's the main thing. I couldn't save her. Did they know she was Tatiana Grieke? Yes. I think so. They, they seemed very pleased with themselves. Now I have nothing. Well, you're going to sacrifice Polly at the drop of a hat. So forgive me if I don't feel any pity for you. Don't you see, Doctor? This girl with the same face as Tatiana. She came here for a reason. Yes, a reason you were going to exploit. I just want to go home now, Doctor. Yes, well, I wish you all the best for your battle, Nadia, but my friends and I have to leave. Give us to our fate, Doctor. Come on, then, Duchess. Let me put my arm out. That's it. Aye, we've got you. Goodbye, Nadia. Actually made it. Polly had reached the edge of the Night Witch's base. She looked down at the pilots and technicians milling about. Nearby, she could hear something else. German tanks. Polly ducked down, keeping herself hidden behind a snowbank as the tanks passed by. Get her inside. That's it. Home sweet home. I can't believe. I can't believe I'm safe. Aye, it's all over. Could we not go somewhere warmer now, Doctor? Yes, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Having a good look round, Paul? Good to be back, eh? Uh, yes. I didn't think I'd land plane. 
No, I, I think it took a lot to land plane, didn't it? So, where are we going, Doctor? I have no idea, Jamie. Uh, we can, of course, pick a time and place, but there's no guarantee we'll get there. Well, if you can't get us home, how about Spain? At least it'll be warm. Zaragoza reached temperatures of over 44 degrees centigrade in 2015. Let's go there. Warm up a bit. Spain in 2015? Yes, th that sounds good, Doctor. Doesn't it, Polly? On the airfield, the night witches took their planes to the sky, ready for the final desperate battle. Bring victory for the motherland! Victory for the night witches! Fly, my witches! As Nadia saw her air crew off, one straggler ran up to her. You've missed this takeoff. Join one of the other crews. But yeah. No, I'm Polly. We've got to stop them. Spain it is, then. I, I know. Uh, why don't you have another go at setting the controls? Now we're on the spot, eh? Uh, but I'm sure Polly remembers Ben. Don't you, Polly? Doctor? I'm not sure if... Uh, why don't you set the fine temporal coordinate modulator for us? I think it was one of the... No. Let Polly do it, Jamie. I'm not, I'm not sure what to believe. Who to believe? I'm telling you the truth. She left me behind enemy lines, like you wanted. But she did it so she could escape. That's Tatiana. I'm Polly. And Polly could see the light glowing on top of the TARDIS. She knew it might take off at any moment. She wants to escape the war. It's the only way she could do it without dying. A traitor. We've got to stop them taking off. Well, surely you must remember which one is the fine temporal coordinate modulator. I'm just feeling tired, that's all, Doctor. Ah, she's been through a lot. Maybe I could just have a sit down. Yeah, don't you worry. It's rather strange that it slipped your mind, Polly. What are you playing at, Doctor? What are you on about? He doesn't think this is Polly. Do you, Doctor? Don't be absurd. I'm Polly. I met Ben at the Inferno Club. He was drowning his sorrows in a drink. Several drinks. Well, that seems all right. Well, that was a good night, wasn't it? And tell me, who were you working for at the time? Brett, I was working for... Look, I don't appreciate you asking all these questions. I'm tired and I want to... You said about landing plane. Some Russian dialects omit the definite article. Polly would have said landing the plane. A little slip, but... Yeah, but she knows things only Polly would know. My tongue might have slipped. I've been concussed by a plane crashing, for goodness sake. Hey, this is Polly, Doctor. Come on, Doctor. Let's just go, eh? Doctor! They haven't left yet. They're attacking. Ah, oh, that was too close. Battle stations, everyone. Battle stations. <laughs> Ah! Ah! 
As shells hit the ground, blowing chunks of ice and snow into the air, Polly desperately tried to attract the attention of her friends inside the TARDIS. Uh, 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 come on! All those bangs outside. We should go before they blow us clean into the air. One more question then. Oh, Doctor, just let it be. This is ridiculous. I'm Polly and you know it. I wouldn't have landed that plane so badly if I was Tatiana, would I? Well, maybe you wanted to make it look like Polly. The tanks have arrived. We should get out of here, Doctor. Just one last question. Well, hurry up then. I'm thinking, Jamie. I, I, I'm thinking. All right. What was the name of the computer that Professor Brett was working on? Computer? Hang on. She's saying it like she's never heard the word. Aye. Even I know what a computer is. I work well, I don't, but I know what one of them looks like. You're not Polly, are you? I can understand you wanted to escape all this, but to impersonate an innocent person and condemn them to die... The doctor opened the door. This is... Oh, what's the point of trying? You should leave. Aren't you now condemning me? You have to be in this battle, Tatiana. Look out, Doctor! She's got a gun! Fly your strange plane, Doctor. I'm going nowhere until I find Polly, the real one. Doctor! Ah, there she is. Well, that was remarkably easy. But it still doesn't mean I'm taking any stowaways. Stop babbling and fly it. You said temporal thing. What is happening? A small door and then it's large. Are we underground? Shall I set the control, Doctor? And don't touch it, Polly. We're going nowhere. The explosion was near to the TARDIS. Because the doors were open, debris and snow was flung inside. (coughs) We've got to close the door at least. Fly it, Doctor! No! You're not going to escape. Traitor! Can we all please put our pistols away? It's like a a standoff in a Wild West saloon bar in here. Drop your weapon, Tatiana. Never. Dropping it might be the only way you get out of here alive, Tatiana. What do you mean? Drop it. We're dressed identically. The only difference is that one of us is holding a gun. What are you doing, Polly? I'm not going to ask again. Drop it! The doctor had edged closer to Nadia, and stealthily he removed something from his pocket. Slowly he removed the cap from the small bottle and... (coughs) What the... What's that vile smell? Courtesy of Retolo 3. <coughs> Get away! Get back! But the distraction had worked. When Nadia's eyes cleared and she looked again at Polly and Tatiana, they were standing side by side with Tatiana's pistol resting on the TARDIS console. There was nothing to tell them apart. Why would you save Tatiana after she left you to die? She was desperate. So you are Polly. And I am a forgiving person. Now you're speaking like Polly. Very clever, Paulina. Now it's impossible for Nadia to know who to shoot. No! Outside! Everyone, outside! I will shoot both of you! Ah, I'd rather hope you wouldn't think of that. We're going to be blown to pieces out here! Line up next to each other. What are you going to do? Last chance. Who is the traitor? Why should we tell you that? We're not going to tell you anything. You think you're so smart. This is no game. And I have no qualms about killing both of you. It's true. She hasn't exactly shown much compassion so far. Three seconds. And then I shoot you both. 
We're not going to say. We're not saying a word. Very well, then. Polly realized that her plan had backfired. As Nadia leveled her gun at both of them, Ben and Jamie considered wrestling Nadia to the ground, but they knew they couldn't run faster than a bullet. Then... No! But the shot hadn't been fired by Nadia. It had been fired by someone else. Lilia? She staggered forward to check what she had done. Is... Is Nadia... dead? Yes, I... I'd rather think she is. You should... Leave now. But the tanks are here. Tatiana, what are you going to do? I wanted to run away. That was my plan. Run then. We're doomed anyway. But your bravery. You did everything to help these strangers. And the doctor said... You should be here, yes. I am Tatiana Krivi, the face on poster. I will fight for you, Lilia. I will fight for all women here. We are night witches. I'm glad you're staying. Come. I am in charge now. Let me get you treated. And then you can operate radio while we defeat those tanks. Yes. Goodbye. Ben. Goodbye. I hope you sock it to them. That was one of our bombs. We are fighting back. Goodbye, then. It's been strange. Goodbye to you. A one in a million chance. In all of space and time. Come along, everyone! Sure, we couldn't have helped them, Doctor. We must be observers. Hey, we can see all on a scanner. Yes, uh, yes, and it, it looks like the night witches are, are giving a, a good account of themselves. Yeah, Doctor. Yes, Ben. How do we know we've got the real Paul on board? Ah, uh, what was the name of Brett's computer, Polly? Votan. Why? <laughs> Welcome back, Duchess. I wonder what will happen to Tatiana. We may never know. Or maybe our paths will cross again someday. Now, let's see if I can find Spain. Yes! Yay! <laughs> oh, lie. Believe where we are. You've landed a slap in the middle of a flood. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, The Early Adventures. The Outliers. So, uh, where are we, Doctor? Your, your, your future somewhere. I, I should say it's very interesting. Oh, yeah. Every house is the same. Stretching off at 
Well, I could be Miles. She's after the TARDIS. Very sensibly, Jamie. It's the one thing out of place. Uh, we're in... We're in some kind of mine. But the size of it... They dig out whatever they're after, and then... They're left with huge tunnels, which they fill with houses. Aye, but why? For people to live in, of course. You're... an Earth Examiner. It is what the badge says. It happens when you're alone. Doctor, this thing, it must be intelligent. There must be an error. It's impossible. Flooding is getting worse. Doctor! Big finish. We love stories. Is, uh, is everyone here? Is anyone not accounted for? My name is Helen Goldwyn and I am the director for The Night Witches. It has been a real treat to have such a female production. We've had the two gentlemen, Elliot and Fraser, but mainly it's been a very womanly <laughs> tone to the, to the day. And actually it's a really important feature for me, increasingly so, as I get more experienced and older and move through life. I just want to use women within drama as much as possible you know we're, we're trying to bring in more female writers more female directors like myself and I don't think it affects the tone necessarily of what we're doing it just means that it's generating new ideas and, and a new energy about it there's something very different about a female energy I'm Roland Moore and uh, I wrote The Night Witches I was inspired to write this story because um, I'd always been interested in women during the war one of the series I did for the BBC was Land Girls, which was mostly a female cast. And Night Witches just seemed like another story that a lot of people didn't know about. It was one of those things where I had a chance of making it into a Doctor Who story. And so two things came together at the same time and led me to sort of come up with this story. Hello, I'm Annika Wills and I play Polly and I also narrate this wonderful story. This is new territory for Polly, actually, being, um, you know, crashing through the snow and so forth and being on her own and having to deal with dangerous situations. And also, this is the first time, I think, that it really is emotional. It's an emotional journey we make. I've just been reading a bit where we think the Doctor is dead. I'm blubbing away! I'm blubbing! I blub away at anything these days anyway. But no, no, I had to have a break and mop up because, you know... We've just lost the doctor. <laughs> I won't go back there because it's quite upsetting. <laughs> One of the reasons I opened the story with the TARDIS flying scene was um, I realised it had been done in another story, The Yes Men, where Polly was sort of beginning to learn some details of flying it. And so I thought I could use that, expand on that, because this story comes after The Yes Men. And it's a key plot point, obviously, at the end that Tatiana can't fly the TARDIS in the way that Polly has learnt. But even Polly by this stage isn't proficient in it, but she knows a few controls. 
So yeah, that was a, it was a nice sort of way to tie it into an earlier Big Finish story and give me a resolution. Polly was created by Kit Pedler, and Kit Pedler was a scientist and his wife scientist. And the two of them, both of them, in the early 60s there, very keen that young women should have a place in the scientific world and should have jobs. So Polly comes in as a personal assistant to a very brilliant scientist who's created the war machine. So she's very sassy, you know, and sussed. And then that's the play with Ben, that in her cleverness, she can also be a bit of a clever clogs, and he gets fed up with that. He likes her, but, you know, when she gets a bit too clever. So then there are the stories where Polly is making the coffee. Go and make some coffee, will you? But but the doctor always knows that if he tells her to do that, she's going to go off and and listen and, you know, and alter the action in some way. So, no, no, she was never flighty. Hello, I'm Fraser Hines. I play Jamie McCrimmon. And also I play the second doctor, which is, or was, Patrick Troughton. And Ali, the readings say it's cold outside, snow on the ground. Stone me. Sounds like she's only gone and got us to the right place. Ah, well done, Polly. Now, <clears throat> everyone, put on your warm coats, boots and things and... Let's see the Winter Palace in 1782. Once the script is sort of landed on my door, I'll go and watch one of the old past stories just to remind myself that there are certain words Patrick will roll the R. Very, it's very, very, I'll say very, but he goes very, very. There's certain thing where he rolls, not every word with an R in it, but he rolls certain words. So I just to remind myself, watch a couple of episodes and um, how he's... Because I have to, you know, as I'm doing now, I have to move my hands when I'm doing him. You know, so um, I do. Otherwise, you get too complacent. Oh, I've done Patrick before. I've done Jamie before. No, I'd like to just remind myself. So I do. I watch a couple of episodes. This is my first time working with Annika, Fraser and Elliot. I haven't worked with any of them before. Obviously, I know of Fraser and Annika from years past, even before I started with Big Finish. Obviously, Fraser Hines was a a familiar name all throughout my life. I've always known his name. I didn't uh, imagine that one day I would be directing him. Uh, And he's got some fantastic anecdotes. He was telling us today about the time he, he worked as a child actor, directed by Charlie Chaplin. I mean, what kind of uh, experience is that? It's incredible. And then I mentioned Tom Jones earlier on when we were chatting about something in the studio, and he said, oh, yes, I sang with Tom Jones one time in Vegas. I'm like, oh, did you? So, you know, this connection to their great history, I mean, obviously Annika is just so brilliant as well at what she does. She's playing the narrator in this and Polly, and the two voices we can hear that it's Annika but the characters are so different and and so clearly defined and uh, and often she's having uh, scenes just with herself and both of those elements are are completely brilliant. I like being the narrator. It feels like such a gift to read these stories and I realized that when I was a child I loved you know at school when you you know you had to do reading in English literature I couldn't wait until it was my turn. I absolutely loved it. I loved reading stories. So you know so this is I get to do it now. It's lovely. I like this story because it's not set in a space station with monsters. It's about a, a real bunch of ladies set in uh, World War Two. It's, it's great for Jamie, actually, um, because, again, it's not quite his time, but it's, it's not a big space station and shiny walls. It's um, something he can slightly relate to, although it's um, set in Russia, uh, near Stalingrad, uh, with big German push there, and he's wearing a kilt, so it's quite cold for him. My name is Elliot Chapman, and I'm playing Ben Jackson. I think this is the third year... 
the nice thing is I still find things either because the writers you know just push that little bit more and maybe it's something like oh I've got something here I haven't had to do before or oh well that's a sort of new layer to him but going back to Michael Craze's performance and this was particularly pertinent when um, The Power of the Daleks was animated I thought oh there's there's little nuances here I've got to remember them and I've got to note them for the next time there's still scope <laughs> the characters in Night Witches are, are all fictitious but they are based on sort of um, real people certainly the Night Witches did have star pilots who went on many many raids but I wanted to create fictional characters around them just so that I had free licence to do a Doctor Who story. There is interview footage online with one of the um, the Night Witches, much, much older, and I think she's receiving an award and she gives a short speech and it's just that moment where you're watching and your jaw is slackening because you think, you've done this, you've had such an extraordinary life and, and she stood there and she's one of the Night Witches and she's got this honour. So it's great, I love it when they tap into real events and real people. The idea of making the story about a doppelganger for Polly came around sort of the time that I thought up Night Witches as a plot because I suddenly thought, yeah, if they're all an all-female group of pilots, what if one of them did look the identical image of Polly? And then I was sort of off on sort of enemy of the world territory, thinking, yeah, this would predate enemy of the world, but for Polly... And what really appealed to me was the Doctor's reticence for and reluctance to be there when he realises this. And he doesn't really explain why he's reluctant to be there, but he's got this sense of foreboding about him that they shouldn't be here. It's like the TARDIS has brought them here for this reason, for these two women to meet. I'm Angela McIntosh, and I play the character of Tatiana Kriegi. A man who looks like Trump, another in skirt... You are unlikeliest group of spies that I could imagine. That's because we're not. I hadn't heard, actually, of the Night Witches before, and it is a true story about the Night Witches, the Russian squadron of women. So that was very interesting. So that makes it more interesting to read when, you know, it's you know, sort of based on a true story. Mm. So I was quite pleased to play the part of Tatiana, who's the um, poster girl pilot for the Night Witches, which is great. She is the main pilot, as it says in the script. She's done 32 flights in a week, so I think she's pretty exhausted, but she just gets on with her job. I think underneath, I think she's probably a very nice person. She's probably quite tired by it all. The only thing I couldn't do in this story was I couldn't do a Russian accent, you know. It began to be that I would also play Tatiana, and... That was a challenge, and I thought, this is exciting, well, I'm going to do a Russian accent. But it's completely out of my... I have never done one before. I had nobody to hear. I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to turn up doing a sort of rather lousy meerkats in imitation. Um, I finally called up David Richardson and said, you know, I can't do this, it's too difficult. He said, oh, no problem. Actually, a couple of the other actresses are actually Russian. I thought, oh, my God, I'm glad I'm not turning up with my terrible... Cod Russian accent. So I stepped out of it, which was a great relief. <laughs> Roland, our writer, has sort of covered all the Ben bases. Uh, he gets Ben to do an awful lot because you, you get the, the standard running, jumping, climbing trees, uh, running away from people, maybe getting into a bit of a fight. But he's also given him this very, very lovely, touching relationship with Lilia, one of the Night Witches, which is interesting because we do these sort of out-of-continuity order and we now know that eventually, when they're in their middle age, 
Ben and Polly do have a they, they do get married and Russell T. Davis made this apparent as well. There's this relationship not a full-on relationship but a sort of possibility of a relationship with someone who isn't Polly and, and, it, and it just leaves lots of things floating and, 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 some, and Annika's picked up on this beautifully sometimes so she'll say things to Ben and there's just a little tinge of oh you're kind of Who's this then that you've found to play with? <laughs> My name is Christina Boykaide and I play Lilia Grankin. These planes are hardly the latest models, are they? Crop dusters. Planes from last war. We're farmers and people from the country. People who wanted to take up arms and help our comrades. You're fighting Germans and you're not trained. But we still strike fear into their hearts. Oh, I love my character, really. I think she's so colourful and, like, just in one episode, there is so much for me to do as an actor, as her emotions and feelings and the adventures that they're going through is, is just changing and uh, it's so different as well. So I, from, for myself, it was really nice to work on it, to see the character and show the character in different aspects. My name is Wanda Opalinska and I'm playing Nadia Vasniev, commander of the the regiment. You startled me, commander. I cannot spare you. You will stay here, prepare for the battle. But what about taking Ben to be with Polly? He's not going anywhere. Neither is she. I'm Polish origin, but my family are from the east of Poland, so we were refugees from the Russians rather than the Germans. And so the whole history of what happened on the Eastern Front was very... Obviously, it's very much something I'm very interested in. It's very much tied up with sort of my own family history. And there were so many extraordinary women, especially when you sort of look at the records of the Soviet Army. And I'd heard a little bit about them, but obviously as preparation for this, I read up about them. And it was extraordinary because they were such young women. I mean, they were mainly in their early 20s and they'd been working as farm girls, but they were pilots before the war. And I think especially in contrast to what was happening in Western Europe, the idea that these women had already learned to fly, a lot of women petitioned to be part of the war effort. But they're flying ten times in a night, these incredibly dangerous missions, keeping out of searchlights. They used to fly in a formation of three, so I think two of them would try and draw fire and the other one would be the bomber. It's, I mean, God, it's terrifying. <laughs> Roland's put us through the emotional ringer on this one because there's danger everywhere in this environment and the possibilities of you know, someone being blown up or something. I think what it does, it, it's something I discussed with Roland. I said it's one of the things I really love about what Big Finish manages to do, which is it takes quite a bit of things that I associate with the new series, which is the character interactions, the, 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 the little bits of human interest. So when Polly and I are really convinced the Doctor and Jamie are dead, but then puts it within the context of the 1960s adventure serial format. So you really do get with these, I think, the best of both worlds. It becomes like a meeting point between the way the new series is done and the old series. and So it keeps it relevant whilst respectful of the original. I'm glad they did one last historical story, which was mine, The Hiding Love, otherwise I wouldn't have been in it at all. So I'm, I was actually pleased, and um, I like doing historical stories to find out how the writer, you know, the last three pages, how he's going to get out without changing history, how is he going to wriggle out that, that we don't actually stop the war here or stop 
Kennedy being assassinated or whatever, you know. I always like to know what's going to happen. In terms of writing a purely historical Doctor Who story, it's quite a sort of unusual occurrence how it happened, really, because certainly I approached Big Finish with a number of ideas, all of them in concerning monsters and aliens and different things. This is the one historical story I pitched. And I thought when I was writing it, I thought I'd miss the presence of a monster of some sort or extraterrestrial thing. In the end, I realised that actually it would be a, another layer on it which would be too much. And so I really embraced the fact it was purely historical and um, it's sort of a, a pure sort of form of Doctor Who that sort of finished with the Highlanders. After all these years, the characters are still expanding. Each time you do another story, there are elements that you're bringing to the character that you didn't know at the time. It's wonderful.